What up, everybody? It's Hoppy. I'm going to tell you my one ghost story. I only got one ghost story. Never been abducted by aliens, none of that shit, but I got I got one ghost story. That's it. My one experience with the supernatural. So anyways, I was dating this witch. Like, she was a legit witch in a coven. You know, earth, wind, fire, air, all that shit. You know, these four witches in a coven. But, uh, she lived in this shotgun house. And it was next door to an empty lot that used to be a Masonic temple. And they, they tore that one down and moved it down the street and built a bigger one. But they used to own this house. Uh, well, anyways, when you walked in the back door, you could go down three steps into the cellar or go up three steps into the kitchen, and then it was a living room and then a bedroom with a bathroom next to it and then a, another bedroom where you guys could be the front living room, depending on how you want to set the house up. But anyways, uh, she, she, you know, I walked, the first night I stayed over with her in our relationship, uh, she had these spells hung up. I didn't know it was spells, but she had these pieces of paper in every room, and it was abracadabra, but it was... Excuse me, I'm drunk. Uh, it was set up uh, like abracadabra on the top, and then it went downward in a triangle and went up. And uh, it spelled it. If you went down the triangle and went up, it spelled it again. But and apparently, this is a common Wiccan, you know, or even powerful mystic spell. But I didn't know at the time. But she had them in every room, but the kitchen. And then I was questioning about it. And she was like, "Oh, that's just spells that keeps the the ghost in the kitchen." And you know, I, I'm thinking, "What the fuck is bitch crazy?" But she's hot. Whatever. I'm gonna get with it. And, uh, so, you know, we fuck and all that and have dinner and go to sleep. And, uh, I wake up at, like, 2 in the morning. This motherfucker, it, it ain't no, like, little knocking. There's somebody in, like, boots stomping in the kitchen. I'm talking, like, pissed off stomping. And I get up and pull my piece and I'm ready to, like, kill somebody. And she looks up on nonchalant. She's like, it's just a ghost. And it freaked me out, brother. There was nothing in the kitchen. Nothing. And, uh, every night I stayed over there, this happened. And like the cellar, if you went down to that cellar part, there was a hardwood door and the windows were all painted white except this little hole, like a peephole. And then down in there, there was a bell and a little cot and a little desk. Like somebody could be locked down in there, you know, it was creepy. And uh, eventually they tore that house down. Her and I ain't together no more. She's married and happy. I ain't got no bad times with her or nothing. But uh, now it's a Kroger gas pump. And every time I go to pump seven and pump my gas, I'm like, hey, bro, I used to fuck right there. And you should see the face on the people at the gas pump. And then when I tell them, like, a ghost used to live at pump three, that even fucks them up even more. But that's it, B-Rock. Y'all have a good one. Peace. We ain't got no shell toes, but we got shell pockets. We got shell pockets. We got shell pockets. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. To the beat, coming at you with the funny random rambling, talking about all the things that'll make that rain day sunny. Yeah, it's hot and popping, fireball dropping. Come get your laugh on, yeah, it's a concept. You know, he's rocking, robbing the facts and all of the gossip. It don't matter where you are or who you with. You gotta tune right in. Bring your girl into your girl to bring your friends. Be Robbie Lid. Tune in your crib, in your whip at your job. He got new shows every Sunday. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week and listening to my podcast. If you are a first-time listener, uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for taking a chance on me and listening to the show. Um, this show is going to be a little bit different as far as intro goes because I have a guest. My guest this evening is Baby B-Rob. 
Hello, guys. Today we'll be talking about Captain Underpants. Okay, she's a little excited to talk about Captain Underpants because that's what we just went to see at the movies. So, what did you think about it? I thought it was funny. I love the end. Well, what happened? Spoilers. Um, the lady, she, she accidentally hanged up the phone and she tried to talk to them again and she got angry. One of, her, one of the parts of her glasses broke and she was mad. Okay. Well, and she became a super villain. Well, well, that's not really a spoiler. You have to kind of see the movie to even know what she's talking about. So go check out Captain Underpants. If you got little kids, go ahead and bring them to see it. Or if you just want to be the creepy adult in the theater and um, be seeing kid movies by yourself, go ahead and do that too. <laughs> so w- what else did you do today besides going to see Captain Underpants? Um, I, well, actually, we were out for some food. And what did you have? I had Red Robin's um, chicken tenders and some apples. Were the apples delicious? Yes. Was it like the apples at Walmart that people probably touch on before we put them in the bags? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. These were more clean, right? Yeah, because they don't put their dirty fingers on them. Yeah. And whenever you go to Walmart and you get, you know, vegetables and fruit and stuff um, out the grocery section, what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to put the bag inside out, put it on your head. And choose a fruit, grab it, and then get it off of your hand with it not being inside out, and you tie it up in the bag. You see that? A six-year-old knows how to do it. You put the bag on your hand, you select the fruit or vegetable that you want, then you put it in your freaking basket. You don't finger-diddle it with your naked hands. You, you always got to have some cover on it. <laughs> yeah, see, she's throwing up over here. That's disgusting. It's just pretending silly Billy. Yeah, she well, she's showing her dismay through interpretive vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Well, not actually vomit, but pretend well, vomit. Yeah, pretend vomit and stuff. Don't think, don't actually vomit. It's just pretend. Okay, so um, on the show, baby, baby, Giggy Gaga. People usually call in and they leave voicemails. So. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm going to play some voicemails that came from Jared from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Huh? A, he's another show. Okay. He, he has kids, too. Quack. Okay. Well, here's that voicemail <laughs> from Jared. Yo, B-Rob, what's up? It's Jared from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Jason's is love. What up? What up? What's good? Happy, happy, happy to be back on your voicemails again. And yeah, thank you for the voice message to us. I do appreciate that. We do appreciate that. Uh, they'll be coming out on episode 51, so catch that. It's coming up. Thanks for the congrats as well. Definitely appreciate that. Had a little funny moment listening to your voicemail message. The call-in message, whatever it's called. You know, everybody has that white voice. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're black, you know what I'm saying. If you're Mexican, you definitely know what I'm saying. If you're Asian, I'm not so sure you know what I'm saying, but I'm sure you've heard of something similar to this. It is your professional voice, if you will. And if you have never heard 
B-Rock, call in message. You need to call his phone number. B-Rock, you know, you can go ahead and drop that phone number in there. I don't have it on my mind, but I got it in my phone. I'm calling you right now. Anyway, that's a funny voicemail call-in message. It is the whitest of white voices I could imagine that you could have, which is okay, because I have a white voice too, and I pull that sucker out at work. Pause. Anyway, yo, shout out to Hoppy and uh, uh, I don't—I can't even remember how many other hundred and fifty-seven thousand people that called into your voicemail, challenging us to be voicemail champions. Obviously, since we haven't been in the voicemail that much, we have been knocked down a few pegs. So I don't know where we're at. We have to go for a couple of test matches and then. You know, potentially get like the welterweight light belt of Scandinavia, you know, before we get to move on to the Sri Lankan belt and then, you know, the North Asian belt and then we try to come over and get the South America Central, then North America, then the World Championship. So we are quite a ways behind. So sorry about that, but shout out to you guys for all those dope, hilarious messages. Always so funny to listen to. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day about getting a grape plant at the store so I could plant some grapes. My house, I had to worry about people at Walmart touching my grapes. And then I realized I didn't want to keep up with a grape bush. So decided not to plant them. Even though they're dope. If you're out there, want to plant some grapes, do it. Good for eating, good for winemaking for just plain looking at. Yo, okay, so yeah, voicemail hung up on me. Who you think you are, voicemail service? I know, talking to me too. Anyway, so yeah, I was thinking about getting some grapes, didn't get any grapes. When I was in the store the other day, my wife wanted me to buy a bag of grapes for her and the kids. They love grapes too, not just me, obviously. I'm telling you, I had a hard time selecting a bag because I had to look for, look at all the bags and see if any bags it looked like it had been violated. Check your little box if you like to get violated like great bags. Anyway, yeah, it was scary. It was weird. It was awkward. It was hard. It was fun. It was delightful. It was exciting. I found a bag of grapes, seemingly untouched, virgin bag of grapes, that is. So I got those. Get them grapes, people. On another note, back to those people that I forgot who the name that called in. Ray, Big D, Jody B, Poppy. Yo, shout out to y'all. Thanks for calling me, Robin. You know, keeping them busy. Keeping them from getting bored. Anyway, thanks for the love. Thanks for the congrats on episode 50. Uh, yeah, we'll be getting our tails kicked at work, so... Weren't able to really drop that in the episode 50, but you're going to hear some messages from you in our episode 51 coming up. One love, much love, love to Ace Town. Rub some hooks and rubs and spices. What? Rub some hooks, rubs, and spices all over your meat, not on your genitals. <laughs> We're blacking out. Peace. Dang it, hang up. The bedroom work. Hang up. Hashtag Blackout Podcast.
again. Yeah, so you listen to some of the voicemails. So what you think about it? Um, amazing. It was amazing? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Jared wasn't talking too much for you? He was talking too much. He was talking too much for you? <laughs> Even though I talked too much. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk- I'm not trying to be mean, but it's kind of boring. Well, yeah, because you're a little kid and he was talking about adult stuff, so. I'm so tiny. Yeah, you're so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Mr. Jared did leave another voicemail. Um, he was talking about how people that drive white trucks, um, they're bad drivers on the road. B-Rob, Jared from the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, again for the second time this week. All right, I got a bone to pick with everybody out there who fits this certain category. People who drive white trucks and SUVs. You people... Case in point, I'm currently riding behind somebody who cut me off on the on-ramp, by the way, then stuck his middle finger out at me as he was trying to get over. Not my fault. But he is riding in a white SUV. There are other people who do the same type of thing, who drive in white trucks. I notice this more often than not than any other color of vehicle. I don't know what it is. You know, maybe it's white privilege, white truck privilege. That's what we should call it, white truck privilege. Yep, I just coined that phrase. Anyway, yeah, this guy, just like all the rest of them, if you notice when you're driving, somebody in a white vehicle, namely SUVs and trucks, pickup trucks, a lot of times they're dodging or Ford. I don't know why. Those just always seem to pop up to me. And you see him acting and driving like a D-bag, cutting people off, getting road rage, flipping people off for no reason. Normally, that's what they're driving. Could be any race or color, because I've seen it in many different ways. But normally, it's somebody in a white truck. So all you people out there driving a white truck, a white SUV, you can suck it. Shout out to some... CFW area radio show that used to have White Truck Wednesdays and people would always call in and talk about what kind of truck they were driving in and how they just cut somebody off or how they were cut off by somebody else in a white truck. The people sucking nuts. That's my rant and I'm sticking to it. And by the way, if you have your hand outside of a car slicking somebody off, and that hand happens to go missing, guess whose fault that was? You. Should have kept your hand inside the car. Just like your mom and dad always told you when you were a kid. To lose a hand. Alright, on that note, I'm going to say I'm blacking out with this pissed off rant. One love to you, B-Rob. Much love to everybody else in the world, except for if you drive a white truck or SUV. We're blacking out. Peace. What you think about that? Mm, Daddy, you used to have a white truck. I think you're a good driver. Well, there you go. Your, your theory is shattered there, Jared. But, Daddy, <laughs> you got rid of that truck. Well, yeah, I guess I became a better driver when I got rid of the white truck then, right? Yeah, but now you have a red van and I like it. I like it a lot. Well, good, see? Because I can watch movies. 
Yeah, red vans are the coolest vans, right? Yeah, especially when it's a Dutch van because you can watch the movies and the and the doors open for you. Yay! <laughs> okay, so this week I had a guest on my show, and his name was uh, Nathan. Nathan. Well, Mister Nathan to you because he's an adult. I'm gonna call him Nathan. No, you're gonna call him Mister Nathan. Bye, Mister Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you want to guess what he does for a living? Like, mm. For his job? Records with field? No. Well, he recorded with me. Ha-ha. Well, he recorded me, with me for the episode, but he didn't. That's not his job. What What do you think he does? Is he a police officer? No. Fire truck? No. I'll give you one more guess. Hmm. You're close with the truck part, though. You holding your mouth open ain't gonna get the answer to come out. <laughs> um, you got one more guess. I think he is a truck seller. A truck seller? No, no, he's a truck driver. Hey. He drives big trucks up and down the road, delivering goods and items to people who pay for them or need them. Hmm. A delivery man. Yeah, he's a delivery man. He drives a big old truck. A giant mail truck. Well, that even comes to our house. And before he started driving trucks, you want to take a guess where he worked before then? It's, your, it's me and your favorite place. Walmart! That's exactly right. He used to work at Walmart. We love Walmart, Daddy. That was, that was the best guest I guessed in the whole wide <laughs> world. Because we really love Walmart. And you want to tell everybody why you love Walmart so much? Because it has all of my favorite things in there. Even fried chicken. <laughs> fried chicken. Especially toys. Toys that I know it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we, we talked about how he wind up leaving Walmart and becoming a truck driver and all the silly adventures that he had on the road. I think he said he pooped himself once. What? Get it? Adventure? Because adventure time. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that, but when was the last time you pooped your pants? When I was a baby. I pooped. I did. I made a giant poop bomb in my diaper when I was a baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so before we roll into this episode, is there any closing words you have? For everybody that may be listening. I love them. I love them a lot. And anything else you want to say about Captain Underpants? Tra-la-la! Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. And we'll get into this episode of the Random Rambles. Ah, I can't talk. <laughs> yeah, you, you do it. <laughs> we love you. Well, no, don't say bye. Say do uh, the Random Rambles with Rob. With random ramblings with Rob. Featuring Nathan. Featuring Daddy. Well, and you. And starring as a guest all the time, me. And our special guest, Nathan, Mr. Nathan. Mr. Nathan. Yeah, alright, we cooking shit. Cool. Are we recording now? I don't know, are we? You tell me, I can't tell. It's on your end, isn't it? Uh, we might be. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to the show enough. I mean, we could be and we couldn't be. I don't know. It's up to your judgment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to disclose oh, the information that you gave me when we wasn't recording about how you like fucking fat bitches and everything. Uh, so I ain't oh, yeah. Oh, you were <laughs> supposed to say that oh. <laughs> now the world knows <laughs> oh it's, it's okay we're not recording right now so. <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> i lied we are recording <laughs> <laughs> oh man shoot man what is going on dude man i don't know a lot of working and traveling seeing family just trying to live life manage everything a relationship and try to lose weight everything man it's a it's a lot. I'm yeah, just you, tired. Right? You got now, but it's uh, cool. Uh, you got yeah. a hefty load going on there. Yeah, exactly. I know it's it's a lot. So you know, it's better than not doing anything at all. So, what? Yeah, yeah. this is true. I mean, How things been with you, man? I can't complain too much. I mean, I'm finally fucking working now. Oh, is that why you're in uh, San Antonio? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. How far is that from Houston? About like two and a half hours. Oh, okay. Not bad, not bad. I know it kind of sucks being away from the family. Yeah, oh. yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I miss him. I just got off the phone with him a little while ago before I even got on with you. Oh, okay, kinda, cool. Kind of pull, heart- pull out your heartstrings because, I mean, the older kids are used to me not being there sometimes or whatever, so they can kind of deal with it. But the baby was like, Daddy, I miss you. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, man, see? See, that's the thing. That's why I can't do over-the-road truck driving. Cause, like, if I had a kid, there's no way I could be away from him. I don't know. It's You got more heart than me. I guess that's the military, you know, because you were in the Marines, and they're kind of – especially the older ones ones are used to it so yeah i mean uh, not they, too big of a deal i guess yeah they been alive as long as i've been in <laughs> oh wow how long were you in again i forgot i've been listening so many i don't forgot this the little thing <laughs> years man that's back when i was freaking kid when did you start with here um 2000 2000 what was going what was i doing at 2000 i was in the 2000 i was in the uh, six, sixth grade, I think. Sixth grade or fifth grade, one of the two. And I was only twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twenty nine now, so yeah, that's, that's yeah, weird. That's a lot man. Been going on, especially like when I was at the yeah. depot, like when I was training the um, recruits in boot camp and everything. You know, yeah. you get them come through there like eighteen, nineteen years old, and they were just reminding you how old you is. I mean. Granted, 35 isn't really old, but, I mean, to a young person, that is old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. right on that one. Wow. That's crazy. So, Especially in the military. But, yeah. I mean, I'm ancient. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not ancient to me. You're like, I don't know. You're like old enough to be like my big brother, I guess. You're not old enough to be my dad. You know, especially, I think, what, you're in your mid-30s? Yeah, 35. Oh, yeah. You're good, man. You're good. You're not old. I'm I'm about to turn thirty in February, so hey, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, exactly. You, you get increased hand strength. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. You, you doing any? I haven't been. I have not been active much on social media. Just a little bit, but you've been doing any Walmart logs up in San Antonio? I mean, is you seen anything wild yet? 
So uh, no, nah, I haven't seen nothing crazy. I did two videos so far. Oh, okay, cool. I know you're always like, not in my Walmart. Yeah, nah, I just I wonder how it is up in San Antonio. I don't never get the cool <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, speaking about that, that's what I'm going to talk to you about. I used to work at Walmart back in 2008. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh, uh, in April 1st. That's when I got hired on, which basically was April, April Fool's. <laughs> yep. They made you work the whole day. It was like, Man, hey, we it didn't was- hire you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a lot of behind the scenes stuff people don't know that goes on at Walmart. I, I don't know. I feel bad for people who, I mean, I know some people make it a career, but I don't know how people live on it. They pay you so little and they're so anal about, oh, how can I say this? Uh, about like your, your, your time that you work there. It's like they don't really hire you on full time. You're just part time. And if you get anything close to like over 24 hours, they're like, oh, oh, go home. Or clock out now type stuff or whatever. But you'll see a lot of interesting things that happen at Walmart. It's a it's a circus, let's just say that. Especially late at night. I used to work third shift and uh it used to be all types of stuff. And and keep in mind this was in the suburbs. This wasn't in any rough areas or anything. This was way out in the suburbs. People were making probably six figures a year. And and it was I've seen the most wildest things happen. So <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I was a cashier. Uh, I used to stock the front shelves, like the candy, all the little odds and ends that are like at the, like, you know, the cash register yeah. or whatnot. And the I used to have caps and everything. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and then sometimes when the door greeter would go on lunch, I used to have the door greet and, um, I would fall asleep doing that. Literally, I would just like bend my head down and just like, Okay, pass out standing up because <laughs> it was like from seven. It was like from ten o'clock, seven in the morning. So, yeah, it was crazy. It was yeah. hard. So, that. I mean, I mean, I guess I mean if it's what you got to do, or it's, that's your job. I mean, it is what it is. But like just standing there, and be like, hey, welcome to Walmart. <laughs> Back. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Just. The stuff that would come through, just people at night. I don't, I don't know. It's like the weirdos come out at night, man. Freaks come out at night, dude. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, we used to get, especially like when Star Wars would come out. Like we had a theater that was right across the street, and then like people would dress up like Star Wars characters, and then some reason, and after the movie around midnight or whatever, they'd just be coming in. You see a whole bunch of stormtroopers marching in and stuff. I mean, it'd be the most randomest thing <laughs> that would come in at Walmart. <laughs> and this is where. This was at Walmart in Hilliard, Ohio. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is when I lived in Ohio back then when I was younger. But, um, yeah, man, we would have stuff like that. We would have a guy one time, he fell off his motorcycle and, uh, he came in like, anybody got any band-aids or gauze? And he got flesh hanging off of him. Like, cause he fell and just somehow hobbled his way into Walmart, bleeding all over the place, like, needing help and didn't even call an ambulance. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> We've had, I mean, Groups of people come in and just do, do like kind of like not a heist, but they would come in and shop and then like distract cashiers and walk right out. <laughs> I mean, like it was crazy. I used to see it all the time and they would be like, oh, we got a thief in here. You know, you're the door greeter. Go after them or whatever. And like, like the thing about it was, <laughs> yeah, they would tell you that. I'm, I'm not lying. Like you're supposed to like kind of stop them from leaving. And they, it was like, oh, the last person uh, got his nose broken. And I'm like, you paying me like $9 or 8 whatever, an hour, and you want me to stop this 
you're not paying me enough for that. And I used to let them walk right out and they would get so thick. Hell yeah, man. It's not like you got a weapon or some shit. What the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. They'd be like, oh, turn the door off. The, the automatic door, like turn it off so it doesn't automatically open. That'd be like the <laughs> prevention of them getting out or slowing them down, I guess. I don't know. Oh, it was wild. That'd be pretty bro. cool. That, that'd that been pretty slick, though. I mean, you see a motherfucker pushing for the door, you just hit the button, and like, blam! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, I quit the day Barack, and they were all thought it was because of Barack Obama, but it was really another job that just had to call. But the day Barack Obama got elected, because I started there in 08, and that was when he was running for the election, and the day he got elected, the next day I came in and was like, oh, I quit. And they were so pissed. Because they were like, oh, you're just quitting because Obama won. And I was like, you know what? Even though I knew it wasn't the reason. I'm like, you know what? You, you're damn right. I did quit because he won. <laughs> I never came back. Yeah, do you damn <laughs> light up a light up a blunt and start walking out the door. My president yeah, exactly. is black. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the next time they saw me, I was like in a suit and everything. I was all dressed up. I had more money and everything. I had a better job. So, but yeah, it was crazy. It's a lot more that went on down there. But, but you know. That was my little experience being twenty years old, turning to twenty one. So, what, what was the um, the body types like? You know, your Walmart employees, your females, or whatever. Because I mean, I seen a meme online about, um, especially in like, uh, I'm, I'm doing air quotes right now, urban areas. Yeah, um, there's two type of cashiers. They got the one girl. They got the there's real thin and everything. Then they got the one girl. They got the big bubble butt. In the um, tight ass <laughs> blue jeans and or whatever they got to wear the brown pants, the khakis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were more like the big bubble butts, like women who were like moms in their forties or whatever. And everybody was kind of more, more on the heavier side, I guess you could say. Nobody was really attractive. It was only one girl. It's a long. I don't know if I should talk about it on here. Yeah, it's a long story. I, hey man, if it's in the past, uh, it's in the past. <laughs> the past well let's just say there was a girl i ended up dating we're not dating but me and her got very close we were you might as well say we were dating but i was so young i didn't know but she was married and i didn't know it like oh, we were like kind of like work i've been there like work families yeah she didn't tell me like we kicked it and everything and i went to her house this man this is a crazy story it's a long story but we talked for like a long time while i was there i was there for like well, april or november but it it felt like a long time. But anyways, me and her used to kick it after work. We both were cashiers. We would talk. Just do everything together. Go on lunch together. Chill. Eat. Everything. And one day, she invited me over her house. To give you five pee touches. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that. <laughs> no, not that. She was actually cooking breakfast. But see, her husband, I didn't know she had a husband. She, nothing looked like a guy lived there at her apartment. Oh, man. And I was on her couch watching Jerry Springer. And we come, she, I, I mean, she's cooking breakfast and everything. I'm just sitting there on the couch. Next thing I know, the door opens up and it's a guy. It's like this grown guy. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he comes home and it was like, uh, who is this? And all I did was just like instantly run for the balcony. And keep in mind, we're like two stories up Baby, in her apartment. Wait, let me actually, explain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I jumped. And uh, I jumped off, and I, I I didn't get hurt or anything like that. But the adrenaline, I just ran home, and because um, my apartment wasn't too far from her. So yeah, um, after that, it was it was crazy. But um, yeah, that was I that was, <laughs> it's just, 
Um, it's a lot more to it that happened. Well, it's but, always um, more. Let's just say I, me and her almost had a baby. And I was like, I was 20 years old. I don't know what I was thinking. But we ended up almost having a baby. And then she dipped out on me. Like when that guy, that man, I guess it was her husband, she left within that same week, moved to Virginia, and I did not hear from her again. And keep in mind, I'm thinking she's pregnant the whole time, which I I never knew. And then it's kind of questions we're talking about this. Uh, two months ago, she actually called me on my phone. My, I've had my phone, the same phone number since 2007, back when I graduated high school. Yeah, yeah. And um, she called me, man, and like did not think it was. I mean, she did not expect for me to answer, or whatever. And she told me like, "Hey, what's up? You know, you think we can like kind of continue? <laughs> what? <laughs> continue, continue like from what happened back in 08. Now, keep in mind, Barack Bush was still president." at the time <laughs> when me and her was still talking and it now you know 2017 she's talking about can we kind of pick up and i'm like no we're good <laughs> she's trying to come get you know, nice to you, <laughs> yeah she dipped out on me man like randomly like left the job disconnected her phone number everything was good that's bermuda triangle and i ain't heard from her since until like two months ago literally no you said just about everything that happened to me one time. I actually, you know, married bitches. Happened. Really? That happened to me twice. But one wasn't as severe as twice. The yeah, that one, the, the second one wasn't as severe as the first one. The first one is in the long of the lines of everything that you just described or whatever. Cause, um, wow. when I was on, um, I was a guest on the Passes By podcast, I kind of told my relationship story or whatever about how I got with my, mm-hmm. um, my first wife. You know, right after high school, got her pregnant and everything. She cheated on me, so on and so forth. After um, yeah. we got divorced, you know, went back out on the dating scene. And I hooked up with this girl. Just like mm-hmm. you did, you know what I mean? And we hung out. We did everything. I've been to our house multiple times. And just yeah. like you said, it was nothing in her house that suggested that she had a husband or anybody else, male figures that lived there. I mean, exactly. no pictures on the wall, no clothes in the house, nowhere. It was it was just, you know, who would have known? Exactly. Um, and then one day I got invited to the house, such just like you did, for dinner. But instead yeah. of him walking in, he was already there when I got there. And um wow. I didn't know who he was. And I just walk up in the house, old girl come out the back room, and um uh, she walking toward me, thought she was gonna give me a hug. She walked past me and went hugged the guy that I didn't know. He's like, Hey Rob, I want to introduce you to my husband. I was like, Oh <laughs> What? Yeah, so she introduced me to the motherfucker. And um what? and me and her was like we was fucking. We was fucking like for a month and a half. Wow. Straight. Just Yeah. In this <laughs> in a similar situation. I thought I got her pregnant and wow. everything. And then um, once um, I pulled myself out of that situation, whenever I never seen or heard from her again, and I never knew if she was pregnant with my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Did, have you heard from her? You said, and so far, and even today, you still haven't heard from her? No, not to, not until this day, but I've seen her since the incident, oh. whatever. It was just like, out of nowhere, I'm like, I'm in the grocery store and everything, and then she just walk in there with her brother, and I see her, and I'm trying to like... Oh, wow. I'm trying to duck and dodge in aisles and shit. I'm like peeking over like a fucking meerkat and shit. Like, oh shit, she's aisle six. I'm on <laughs> aisle three. I gotta fucking low crawl past the cashier and shit. Try to get to the sliding doors. 
And I'm oh, walking right. I'm walking out. I think I'm done avoided. I'm like, yes, I made it. She's like, hey Rob. And I was like, hey, you know, I just walked out the store. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have a kid or anything. Nah, nah. With her, did she? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and then I seen her uh now speak on my situation. Yeah, and then I seen it years later, and she was like, um, because this was when I was in the military, and it was all, um, I seen her again after that on the military base, and she was going to, um, one of the, into one of the office buildings, and that's where, um, I know that particular office building, because that's where, whenever you get married, you go to turn in your paperwork, and I seen her walking in there with a whole nother dude, so I guess she moved on. (laughs) Oh, wow. See, on my situation, she actually added me on Facebook right after she called and there was a girl that's like but the time doesn't match up though because the way the girl is she's still like really young and I'm like okay if this was 2008 she would be you know way older than what that little girl was like with my heart jumped because I'm always been like oh team no kids blah 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 forever and it's like there could have been a maybe baby out there, but I, I always thought about it until that until she randomly hit me up, and I'm like, "Do you have a baby?" She's like, "Oh no, I miscarried." I'm like, "Thank God." And, well, I mean, so, shit. <laughs> that was almost, almost kind of worse. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, well, I I didn't know what happened. I mean, because when she just disappeared like that, no one knew where she went except one person. They was like, "Oh yeah, she's down in Virginia," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, that's a that was one of my little secrets. I've never probably no, I don't really talk too much about it. Just you know, never just hey, you know, it never just came up. I mean, like, I is nothing. You're just gonna be like, hey, here it is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got to hit my hit my buttons and shit. Exclusive, exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh man, you know what? How I found out about you? I think we talked about this before, maybe in the past. I found out about you from. Horrible I, games. I randomly, cause see what I do. We go random, <laughs> random. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> I uh, I found I just was just bored one day with podcasting, and I'm like, you know what? Let me look on. Let me just type in. I, I mostly use Stitcher Radio, yeah. like Stitcher, the Stitcher app. So I just ran. I just put in uh, video games or anything or like Xbox related, and I just happened to come across this Xbox Live. So I started listening to them and everything, and then one day, uh, the horrible gamers. Uh, I think Jesus uh, was on there. Yeah, and I they talked about them. Okay, so I started listening to them also, and then that's when I heard you on there. And man, your stories was so hilarious—the military stories, the poop bag, and all that. Oh man, I couldn't stop laughing, man. That stuff had me cracking up. And then when I found out you had your own podcast, I just became an instant fan automatically. Man, I, so, I freaking appreciate that. I, I would go to extreme lengths to make people laugh at my own expense. <laughs> <laughs> you were funny without even trying to be funny. It was just it's just hilarious. You remind me of somebody from high school. I don't know who, but you just remind me of a certain per- person. I forgot who it was, but they had all types of stories. Well, as so, long as I don't remind yeah. you of a Jeep or whatever, we cool. Oh, no, nothing like that. <laughs> So, yeah, man, it's just like how's um, life down there in Houston? Houston is is, is good, man. I, I can't complain. I'm just it's it's hell of a lot better now that I'm freaking working. So, oh yeah, of 
cars. The only uh, thing that suck you know, about Houston money coming in. Yeah, the only thing that suck about Houston to me is the fucking traffic. And then I try to minimize my travel to where I don't even have to deal with that shit. So I mean, it's not all that bad. Oh wow, is it that bad? Yes. If you Google Map something and it say it's gonna take you five to ten minutes, it's probably gonna take you twenty to thirty minutes. <laughs> wow. See, I came there last year in June. Uh, June, I don't know, was it June or May? I think it was May or June. And I mean, the tra- traffic, I, I guess it is pretty bad, but it moves a little bit. I'm just thinking it was going to be like California, you know, how there's stuff gridlocked to a point. But, you know. I mean, it can be like that. I mean, the only way that it'll get freaking um really bad if they have an accident and the motherfuckers start rubbernecking and shit. You know, I'm just like. Oh, man. I get up there to where the accident actually happened, and I mean the lanes are clear, but motherfuckers is just, ooh, what's going on over here? And then they wind up getting in the motherfucking accident because they trying to be fucking nosy. Oh man, exactly. That's how it happens here. So I guess that's everywhere. But Houston, you guys have too many people, which I guess I mean it is what it is. Everybody thinks you know that's like the land of milk and honey. I mean just Texas alone. Yeah, H Town so. has damn near two million people in it. That's crazy, man. We just now, like, probably hit one million here in Indianapolis. So, <laughs> well, you look. Consider yourself two million. <laughs> one city. <laughs> That's nuts, man. What made you move down there? You have family, or you just just yeah, that? You I got know? a yeah. I got a brother and um, a niece and nephew oh. and and shit like that down this way. But um, I'm from Lake Charles, which is like two hours away from here, and oh. I was like. When I left to join the military, I was like, I ain't coming back to this motherfucker. And when I got out, I was like, well, H-Town is close enough without being home. So there it is. Yeah. Honestly, not bad. Not bad. I plan. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even really care. Like when it was time to get out, I was like, I'm going where the money at. And then uh, my wife was more like, um, you know, your parents are old. So we need to be close to them in case something happened to them. And that's, oh, okay. we kind of settled on H town and everything. We came down this way and, um, wow. stayed with my brother for a little bit cause he lived here. And then we found us a crib and that's where we be. Oh, wow. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I can't wait to move down there. I'm so tired of living up here in the Midwest. All these bipolar weather seasons and I don't know. It's just crazy. It could be one day. It could be cold. I mean, hot. And then the next day it's freaking. 40 degrees outside just because it rained. I so, know. I've, yeah. I've, I've been it's there true. and I feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't want to keep truck driving when I, you know, especially when I have kids. I want to kind of have, be more hands on with my little ones once they're here or whatever. So, take we'll them with see. you. Put them in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish. <laughs> I wish. Oh, man. My girl would kill me. But, um, yeah. Truck driving is cool, man. It's it's it pays the bills. You get a lot more. I gotta say this: you have a lot more money to play around with because you're getting paid big, decent sums a week. So, you know, it's it's, it, it's cool. A lot of people, you know, want to get. Some people want to get into it or whatnot, but it's more of a lifestyle than it is just a job to yeah. me. So, because I mean, that was my job in the military. I was um transportation. So I mean, I drove all the fucking oh. time. And then even coming up as a kid, you know, we drove everywhere. We drove to California. We drove to Florida. We drove to Kentucky. We drove all fucking Mississippi, all over the place. We we drove everywhere. I didn't start flying in planes till damn near I was 
in high school getting ready to join the military because I had to go to different places for the for that shit. So oh wow, I mean I like to ride, you know yeah or whatever yeah and, and, and people would be like. Yeah, man, I got to take this three-hour drive, man. This shit's going to be long. I'm going to be falling asleep. I was like, how? That's not even long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said, take your ass from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Lake Charles, Louisiana. That's over 18 hours worth of driving. <laughs> yeah, that, that's crazy. Man, oh, man. And you had to drive for that in the military? I mean, that far down? I mean, in the military, that was just... Well, I mean, that's just like leisure driving. Like, when I had to, when I was off and wanted to go back home and visit, I didn't fucking fly. I drove. Oh, wow. I mean, and then in the military, I mean, I drive. I go drop shit off, pick shit up, and all kind of shit like that. But, I mean... Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. Yeah, I got into truck driving. I was 25 years old. I think 2013 is when I started. Um... Yeah, my grandmother. I was in a. I was working at a steel mill at the time, and they kept furloughing us, which means kind of like I, I guess it's like a temporary layoff, but yeah, you're yeah. guaranteed the job back once they start back up. They kept shutting down a lot uh, due to financial reasons, and um, I was just tired of it. So when 2013 came, I, uh, I just, I, <laughs> it was a lot that went on that year. Like my grandmother. First thing that happened was my grandmother died on my dad's side. And then I turned 25. Yeah, grandmother died. She left me. Well, turned 25. Grandmother died. What happened after that? Oh, she left me about, let's just say around maybe six grand. You know, just as a little in her will, I guess. You know, just a little something, something. So, just a coincidence. I had a friend that used. To, well, I'm not going to put his business out there, but he used to do a little, a little bit of illegal activities and uh, entrepreneurial ship. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on. He was a entrepreneur. <laughs> so he was doing some stuff, and I thought he got onto some big time shit because he was like all of a sudden checking in on Facebook, like all over the place, and he's showing me all these. I mean, he's not showing me, but on his Facebook, he's like got all these hotels. He's just like just living it up, and I'm like, what is he doing? I'm like he must have been on. You know, he must must have upped his game. So I randomly hit him up on Facebook and I tell him like, Hey, what are you doing? Or whatever. He's like, Oh man, I left that lifestyle alone. I'm a truck driver now. I'm, I'm like, Oh yeah. He told me how much he was making a week and what all he's doing and this and this and how he's just, you know, so just a coincidence when my grandmother died, she left that money. He told me how, what school he went to to go to CDL training and everything and where he works. And, uh, I went to the school, uh, got my CDLs and everything. And I started working, and uh, I had a, well, it's a little background information. I had a friend that I met around the same time after my grandmother died, and and me and her became real cool friends on Facebook, and then we ended up like kind of kicking it a lot. And then she gets killed in a car accident the same day I get hired on the truck drive. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Like she got killed in an accident. Some motorcycle hit her car at a stoplight, and she died instantly. I think. So, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> motorcycles so, yeah. are the devil. I yeah. preach it all the time. I've been truck driving. <laughs> you said what? I said motorcycles are the devil. I preach that shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, man. That's why I, I don't think I can drive anything, but, but I will not get on a motorcycle for some reason. I just don't. I just think it's just, it's just not for me, I guess. You know, I just have these bad omens about motorcycles. So. Yeah, fuck motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I ended up... Uh, 
I've been truck driving ever since. And uh, I've seen most of the East Coast. I've seen most of the South. Well, not all the South, but I've done all, all the Midwest. So, you know, now I'm local here in Indianapolis, and uh, I'm loving it. So, yeah. Sweet, it's cool. Man. I see a lot of stuff. A lot. I mean, being a truck driver, you just see crazy accidents. You see, so I mean, I've seen a few dead people. I've seen a dead truck driver. I've seen people get killed. Well, not get killed, but get fucked up. You know, just the aftermath of a lot of stuff, and it's just gruesome. So, yeah, they don't tell you that in CDL school that you're going to see that. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, being all stuff. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's cool. You know, it pays the bills. I'm probably heading into real estate soon you know i'm kind of getting a little bored with the trucking just a little bit i feel like i'm not being challenged and i want something a little bit more Ooh, you know keep me going. this is what you do though this is what you do i'm about to lay out your plan for you get double paid you get your real estate license all right you got your cdl yeah. and everything right yep get you a truck with a trailer and everything you yeah. set these people up with a house boom hey baby I know you're moving into this new house. Why don't you let me move your furniture and everything for you? And boom, mm. you're moving the furniture, you're making money on that end, and you're making commission off the house. Bam, there it is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, you know, that is one of my goals. If I do stay in trucking, I'm probably going to get my own truck and whatnot, because there's my money in on that. I mean, these trucks pay for themselves as long as they move. So, yeah. But yeah, that. That is, that's my next goal is to get my real estate license. So I need to quit procrastinating and go ahead and, you know, go ahead and do it. So it's only like a 12 week course, I think. So two days out the week, 12, 12 weeks. I can do that. I think, I think my wife that, that can be something my wife can do. Cause I mean, she loves fucking houses. Well, she don't fuck the houses cause that's impossible. I mean, <laughs> nothing's impossible, but I'm just saying it's not like that, but she loves looking at houses. She loves especially big houses and everything man i took her um like here in h-town we don't live too far from a golf course and you uh-huh. know houses around the golf course are fucking ridiculous they're fucking big yeah. and giant and everything and we drove by i said let me show you something and we drove by these big houses she's like oh oh, oh my I was, like, <laughs> I was like man i wish you get excited <laughs> like that around me and shit <laughs> was that it <laughs> Was that in um? Was that in Houston? Yeah, yeah. That, that's when, when we first got here. Uh, okay, cool. Have you ever been? To, well, speaking about Houston, have you been to uh, Sugarland? Yeah, that's where my brother lived at. Oh, oh. Well, hey, have you seen those houses that are out there? Not all of them. I, I just yeah. know the area that my brother lived in. I haven't really explored down that way. Oh, okay. Hey, some of those houses out there—they are freaking huge gated everything it's just i don't know i've never seen houses that big before but yeah uh, yeah i mean i was, we was talking about this shit today when we was on the um, site and damn i was just like you know i've been to houston a lot as a kid but i mean what do you really remember as a kid i mean i didn't go all over houston majority yeah. of the time when i came to this motherfucker it was go to astroworld and shit it was like six flags and, oh wow um, <laughs> so, yeah houston man I, not to keep getting back on on that city I, we visited about last year for about uh, maybe three or four days, and I've seen the most bizarre stuff in Houston than I've ever seen probably like in a year just being anywhere else. Because <laughs> we got there, I think, what did we see? I think the second day we were heading to Galveston just to kick it down there because we've never been. I know it's not really the 
best water. I mean, looking water down there, but we just wanted to see for ourselves. <laughs> and we were driving to Galveston, and there was like a guy in a truck, like a semi truck, dead. Somebody killed him. Ooh. I'm like, what is going on? Because the traffic was so backed up. And they was like, oh, I listened on the radio. I guess it was a guy who got murdered. Somebody shot him in there, and he was in his truck dead still. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and then when we got back from there, we were like, oh, let's go to Sugarland. So as soon as we go to Sugarland, this guy, this black guy, randomly walks out. I mean, runs across the highway, and the police are chasing him. He runs, like, jumps over the median and just goes on the oncoming traffic. And police cars are going all over the place looking for this kid. It was like a teenager. And I'm like, what is going on in Houston? Like, I've never seen this much action in my life. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think it's H-Town. I think it might be you, man. No. <laughs> I don't know. We were. My girl was like, I've never seen this before. Like, somebody's never done this. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, it's just a coincidence. But I don't know, you know. man. Yeah, you, you sounded like a limited snickers in a series of unfortunate events and shit. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. My sister tells me all types of stuff she sees. So I don't know. Like she said, her first day there, whatever. She said it was an old guy that just like going freaking fast, and he slumped over on the wheel and just keeps scraping up against the mediums. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me! And everybody's just like, just swerving around him and everything, and whatever. I don't know. She's seen people get beat up randomly at stoplights. There's a lot of road rage. She's oh like, yeah, that, that, that shit is real bad. Like I said, I got a niece out here or whatever, man. And she almost, a motherfucker almost jumped out the car and shot her ass dead because she blew the horn at him. Really? Yeah. And the only reason that, like, he didn't get to her because, like, he came, he was walking across traffic to get to her car and the other cars was blocking him out. So he, he couldn't get over there. Wow. So just because the motherfucker blew the horn. <laughs> Damn. It must be the heat or something, man. I don't know. I'm, and see, I'm, I'm bad at that. I'm always like, someone's going too slow or they're staying too long at a green light and not even moved yet. I start hunking the horn. I'll lay on it. So I might have to watch that when I get there. Cause I'm not trying to. Have yeah, to dog, I, I just let it happen, man. Because I mean, really, I mean, it's not worth it. Just, just let them get in the lane and go and do what the fuck they're going to do. Cause I mean, it ain't going to be nothing but a fucking problem. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy, man. I don't know. Texas is a whole other. Just another world from what's up here. It's a little slower, I guess, but I mean, it's, it's a major city, but it's still it's not as fast as Houston. Yeah, this this is Planet Houston. <laughs> <laughs> planet Houston, exactly. They always say, "What country?" No, they say, "What state?" Where do you say, where do you say, "What country are you from?" I'm from Texas. I think that's like a state. <laughs> Some people say. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Goddamn. Yeah. It, 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 it is crazy, man. I mean, um, what 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 are some of your freaking like the whole time that you've been doing um CDL thing? I know I heard you reference to your girl or whatever, your lady or whatever. The whole time you've been doing truck driving, have you been single? Mm. Have you been with somebody? Yeah. Well, when I first, well, what happened was I was when me when actually when I turned twenty five, me and my girl were on the brink of breaking up. My ex girlfriend. So. When I got my CDLs, me and like literally the day I got my job, like maybe around Christmas, because I got it, I got the job later on that year after I passed my CDLs. It took me a while to get a job because I was trying to figure out the right company to work for. Yeah. But as soon as I got my CDL and it was time for me to go over the road, like me and her were like, you know, I think this is it. So I was basically single all the way up until July, 
2015. So 2013, well, 2013 all the way to like 2015, I was like single. Okay. So this yeah. goes into what I'm about to address. Um, okay. You ever pick up any ladies on the road? Get you some road? Never. <laughs> Man, I, I'm scared. I don't know why. I, and the thing about it is, I never can because, how can I say this? I never was in any areas where they were at because when I was, when I, I did over the road once uh, for like a month and then I got connected onto like a, uh, it's called a dedicated route, which means you go from like one place to one the place other to another. the same time over and over and over. So, but no, I never really came across lot lizards. <laughs> they weren't out there. I went, I had to go from Columbus, Ohio to Syracuse, to, uh, not Syracuse, to uh, Buffalo. And they're not up there. So it's too cold up there, especially in the winter. And I never seen them. They're always down south. Because when we went to Houston, we seen them. We oh, yeah. We went down to Memphis, we seen them. Everywhere else down south, we always seen them. It was always warm. But when it's cold, no one's out there. So, but, oh, there has been one time I went to a truck stop. Because one time my truck broke down somewhere. And I actually had to stop at this one place. And they actually had a strip club across the street from a truck stop. And uh, they had massage parlor and everything in there. And I actually did go inside the strip club bar, but. It was pretty whack. It was just girls in bikinis. They weren't even like topless or anything. They were just in bikinis, just dancing on the bar. Yeah. But uh, no, I haven't had any lot lizards. I've always seen tons of guys who put like little signs up in the windows at night on their trucks and be like, no lot lizards, <laughs> whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, you'll see those. Or sometimes, like, we were in Memphis and I had to stay there for a while. You know, you'll have some of them. They'll be like, oh, let me come in. Let me, I need to, I'm going to, let me come in so I can sell you some color phone or let me let me just get in there or whatever you know but i've never no i've never messed with a lot of this before so i'm too scared man this is knowing how these other truckers live inside their trucks i would never want to come behind from a chick oh uh, it's just a mess i'm good it's a biohazard <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. telling you yeah so i mean like so. living that, that that lifestyle whatever you know going over the road and everything you know coming up to servicing stations that and taking numbers for showers and all kind of crap like that i mean yeah what a like um because i got a homeboy here a truck driver um uh-huh. one of the things that he um pointed out to me or whatever and i want to see if you can confirm it as well or if you ever heard the same thing um some of the worst uh trucking companies on the road one of them being notorious is uh swift yeah <laughs> that's who i worked for when i first started I'm not going to try to throw them under the bus, but yeah, that's who I work for. <laughs> I worked for them, and I uh, was I was on their dedicated. Well, I actually, like I said, I got on a dedicated route. So, I, and then also I got in with an independent contractor. So I got in with a guy who's from like Africa, who owned his own trucks. He had like four of them he owned, and uh, basically he was my boss instead of Swift. So even though we were under Swift, he owned the truck. So now I worked for him, and he pays me what Swift gives him. He gives me the cut, which was more than what Swift I, what Swift would pay me being a company driver. Yeah. So I just didn't get benefits. So, okay. And uh, but yeah, Swift man, and it is like the training wheels for trucking for like the worst drivers because you would always hear of accidents coming from our company. And I I would be embarrassed when I would go to truck stops to tell people who I work for because <laughs> I'd be like. They'd be like, oh, yeah, so what company do you drive for? I'm like, oh, I drive for, uh, I mean, even 
you know, I pulled their freight. I didn't, I wasn't really a driver for them. I just pulled their freight. I worked for Target. Dedicate, I was with their dedicated route. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I just worked for Target. <laughs> I wouldn't even say Swift because <laughs> it was on the side of my truck, but I mean, on the little logo, but it wasn't huge because, yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was a mess, but it was embarrassing. Swift is the worst. They're like the worst D grade. <laughs> they have, they hired the worst driver. Not all of them are. I mean, I'm not going to sit on all of them, but there's a lot of good ones out there. It's just yeah. they hire. They need to have a better hiring screening process, process or something. Yeah, screening. Yeah, because they just like, hey, you got some. Oh, you got a lot of tickets. Okay, well, we'll still put you on. You know what I mean? And they'll try to get. It's like a second chance type of company. I didn't know that when I first started. So <laughs> they were local. They were closer to my, to where I live versus working for a trucking company way out in like Iowa because that's where I first started at. Was like out in Des Moines, Iowa, and it was pretty boring and it was too far away from home so but, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, fucking, <laughs> yeah that's crazy because he's like um because you know i went to see him he drove through missouri when i was living there and i went meet him up at the truck stop yeah you chopped it up for a little bit and you know he was showing me his truck and everything and he was just like yeah man if you ever get into this line of work or whatever man uh watch out for them swift drivers or that swift, <laughs> swift trucks man and then you show him yeah, he was like showing me um videos on the Facebook because they, I guess you know, truckers got like a little truck clubs on Facebook and everything, and yeah, it was like a whole bunch of posts about people like you know how they do memes or some shit, and it was all about Swift. <laughs> yeah, and it's so true. Those memes are real. Like I worked for the company, and we used to even laugh at them at Swift. Like, look at this, because we knew it was true. You would. I have pictures on my Facebook somewhere where you would see all the wrecked trucks that are like sitting in the yard that are like just total. <laughs> and it was just like always you would every time I would come home or come back in town, there's always some swift truck coming being towed in that's fucked up <laughs> from someone. You know, just caught on fire or flipped over or they went under a bridge and and just tin can like a tin can just peeled it back, just a whole trailer. It'd just be a mess, man. It was always something. It was never, and they had the, the worst CSA scores. So, yeah, yeah it's bad. I'm glad. I, I mean, I, I, they did me well. I never had a problem out of them, but it was embarrassing working for them because of the reputation. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it was crazy. Hey, so. What is uh, like? All right, we know about the lot lizards. We know about Swift and everything. I mean, what what's some other things? You know, that's um. You know, kind of tied to the um, trucking lifestyle, man. That like people may not know about. How can I say this? Um, hmm. I know, like you live in your truck or whatnot, so it's yeah. like you're away from home. Uh, you take shower. You're always somewhere different. You're never really in the same place. Um, you. I mean, if you're a minority, you're going to hear a lot of racism over the CV, which oh, yeah. I don't really use it much. I listen to podcasting a lot, so I don't even talk on CVs unless it's like a traffic jam or. Something's going on or the weather's getting bad and people are pulling off and I'm wanting to know where to go. But being a trucker, how can I say this? I'm trying to think. Um, like I said, you'll see a lot of accidents. You'll see dead people. You'll see just, I mean, <laughs> you'll just see people doing the most reckless stuff in front of you and in, to other people too. So, I mean, uh, um, take showers. Showers are what? 13 bucks. What? I mean, if you fill up. Yeah, showers cost. They're not free. Like you go to like a Loves or a TA, yeah. you're about you pay at least ten to thirteen dollars. So, yeah, I got pictures all on my Facebook of like what the showers look like, the shower rooms. You have to like pull a number, like you have to be in V. Yeah, yeah. You have to, and you have to wait, 
you see your number get called out on the screen or you'll hear it over the intercom and you go in and there's like a toilet, there's a sink, there's like a little bar of soap, there's washcloth, I mean, uh, wash, wash towels and towels and so it's not like a whole. Yeah, it's like a little bathroom. Well, I'm just, yeah, it's just like a single person bathroom. It's not like a whole fucking rec room and all. Yeah, and not like you're in high school or some shit, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, you can stay in there as long as you want or whatever, but I mean, Got yeah, so showers cost, everything costs. You have to, you know, fill out your own when on during tax season. You know, you have to fill out, you know, itemize a lot. You know, so you get all that back at the end of the year. But um, being a trucker, man, I mean, I've been through snowstorms, especially up in Buffalo. I mean, it is yeah. the worst. It can snow a foot of snow in like an hour, literally. So, I mean, I've been in it where I, I couldn't even get back to Ohio for a couple of days before. And I think the longest I've ever went without a shower being a trucker was like five or six days because <laughs> I accident. I just didn't know how to run on the road properly. Yeah, and um. Yeah, and that, that was another thing. I mean, because you didn't know how to, you know, I guess it was new to you or whatever. So you didn't really know how to, you know, budget your time and everything, you know, you know, when to work in the shower, when to make your stops and shit like that. I mean, have it ever been a time to where instead of pulling over and sleeping in your truck or whatever the fuck, um, did you go to a hotel or anything like that? Never, man. Only one, one time when my truck actually broke down and I had to like have it into it. I had to take my truck to a dealership. And the, there was just so happened there was a, that's the same place where the strip club was across the street from the uh, truck stop. And there was a hotel and I actually had to stay in the hotel. My boss paid for it and everything. But yeah, I've had to do that before. But no, I wish, I, man, I wish, but I didn't, you don't want to, one thing is when you're driving, being a truck driver, you don't want to spend your money yeah. a lot because you're not going to sit, when you get home and everything, you're not going to have much because you can live like a king on the road. But when you get back, it's like, okay, you don't have anything to show for it. So, because when I first started and I seen my first few checks, I was like, what's a, a grand? Like, I was getting a, like maybe 1200 a week. And I'm like, staying at the Hilton. As soon as I would get back to Columbus, I'm staying at the Hilton. Like, what is it? Like 200 and something dollars a night. And I'm staying there for the whole weekend. And yeah, just off the, just off the bat. If, I, if there was a girl I wanted to talk to or whatever, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll stay downtown the Hilton. I would just like spend 200 easily just for a night, just to pick it. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, I was I was blowing money, eating at the best restaurants and eating all these great steaks and just living like whatever. And then it was like, I don't see my money anymore. Like I wasn't really like profiting. I just felt like I was just spending as I made. But yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, um, over the road, man, like I said, I, I got caught on the road in a snow snowstorm and I was out on the road for these six days without a shower. And all I had was like baby wipes and granola. I mean, like granola mix. <laughs> yeah, caught me at the wrong time. I was up in Syracuse having to deliver some type of paper, huge paper rolls to this company, and uh, they ended up getting lake effect snow, and I got stuck out there, and I had to stay behind like a store for like three or four days, and it was like they shut the highway down. I eighty, I think that was the highway, or I ninety, one of the two. Yeah, man, being a trucker is cool. It's cool. That's all I can say is, as to me, I wouldn't advise. I mean. Unless you really need to feed your family or you just, you're okay with being gone away from them. This is something I would say to do really for guys who don't really have a girlfriend or a wife or a family. <laughs> this is something that you can do if you want to just be an owner. Yeah. Cause I don't know. It's, it's, it, it can get to you mentally a little bit. You can, I like, I never used to like ever talk to myself out loud. And now I'm starting to find myself like in the past. I was like, I was talking to myself. 
because it's like, like on the movie, uh, on the movie Castaway. Remember yeah. uh, Tom Hanks? How he started talking to the volleyball? Well, I didn't use any object, but I found myself verbally talking to myself out loud about just. I would just talk to myself, like think out loud, and it was weird. Like, wait a minute, when, when did I start doing this? I just noticed by being away from people, like just humans. I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm I see people every day, but just not interacting. Yeah. you start to talk to yourself. And it's just like, oh man, I'm about to turn crazy like these dudes out here I see all the time. So <laughs> it's, it's almost like a mobile isolation. Basically, yeah. It, it started mentally getting to me, and I needed like more of a social life. So yeah, it was. It's it comes with the territory, you know. I see a lot of guys out there that, I mean, they got the whole setup inside. They got little little propane stoves, and they got big screen TVs. They are out on the road for about. Three months to six months at a time. It's crazy. And I'm just not that guy. I like, <laughs> I like women and I like kicking it and having a social life. So it's like, you know, I had to find a balance. So being on a dedicated route helped out a lot. And then especially when I met my girlfriend, I really changed that because I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a local job. Plus I moved, I relocated from Ohio to Indiana, which is my hometown anyway. And, uh, I found myself I'm local and I'm home every night. I got weekends off. I got holidays off, so. <laughs> and I make even more money than I did driving over the road. So, yeah, I'm good now. Now, you as being a truck driver for so many years or whatever, have you ever been in any accidents? You know what? The first week by myself, when I first started truck driving with Swift, I ran over a decorate, like one of those big stones, that those decoration stones that yeah. like people put in front of our houses or whatever. I had a full load from Sears that had like lawnmowers, like ride lawnmowers or something, or maybe snowblowers in the back. And I ran over a stone I still I mean it, it like tacoed my tire, like the rim, and the whole tire just came rolling off. And that was like my and that was the first, like the third day by myself after I got out of training. And, and being a swift driver, that was the yeah, that's what happened. I don't think they train swift. people long enough or they they don't really make sure that you're like very you know, you're like you're ready to go. And yeah, but I ran over the thing and I had to get a preventable and they sent me back to Columbus and put me through like a training course for like two days. So, but, um, yeah, I, uh, what was, I forgot what the question was. I was saying, yeah, oh yeah, you said accidents. Okay. That was a, yeah, that was a, that was it. Oh, speaking about that, after I did a month over the road, I started team driving with a guy and we went to Houston. Like that was the first assignment they gave us was actually to go to Houston to train, well, to Dallas to train for Target. And we went all the way down there. And the first day we get there, we ended up hitting like uh, a guard, not a guardrail, but like a pole, like those yellow poles that yeah. kind of guard electrical boxes or maybe a building or something. We ended up like knocking it out of, not out of the ground, but it kind of came out of the ground. It was like sideways. All this stuff is like on my Facebook. I always took pictures of everything. <laughs> so yeah, the first day we get, down there and they're like just going off about it like we did not know this and this blah 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 it was crazy but yeah my driver he ended up getting a lot of accidents while I was sleeping in the back and he wouldn't tell tell me and then when I would it'd be my turn to drive I go out and pre-trip the truck just oversee it to see if anything's wrong or any lights are out and it'd be like a gash in the side of the trailer I'm like yo what happened man that was already there though oh man I forgot you know yeah exactly (laughs) yeah it was crazy they ended up me and him ended up splitting because of that. Like, not because of that, but he kept habitually doing things like that. 
you know, and, um, <laughs> habitual yeah, line yeah. stepper. Yeah, yeah, he would end up killing the brake chain, not the brake chain, but like just certain things on the truck. It was always something breaking off. And these trucks were brand new, especially because we had a new target, uh, like a warehouse in Ohio that got built and they had brand new spanking, I mean, clean trailers. So if anything ever happened, you always knew it would be like somebody now that did it, not someone in the past. So he was always tearing trucks up. And, uh, yeah, me and him had to split because I'm like, I'm not going to get blamed for this. I don't want to lose my job. So, yeah, we drove for, with each other for about, like, half the year. And then we finally split, and I went solo. And, uh, yeah, I did way better without him. Oh, so so you used to Shawn Michaels of the group He's or a, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say but he ended up getting fired <laughs> after that. Like, he went solo and ended up wrecking it. He ended up wrecking something else on his own, and they knew it was this time they found out. They was like, yeah, it is him causing all these problems. So, yeah. He would, man, he would hit the brakes, and I'd be sleeping in the back bunk. And, and you'd be in the front. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like a, there's bunk beds in the back of these trucks, like like twin beds. And I would be asleep, and you're really supposed to like have the safety net that you lock in. And uh, uh, I didn't lock it in because I just didn't like being confined sleep. Where if you turn over, it's you have to actually wake up to do that. And I just like to kind of be all over the place. I've done, I'm not all over the place. I've been mostly within most parts of the United States, but, uh, you know, it's an adventure. Like I said, you see a lot, you'll, you'll see a lot. I, I mean, even now locally, I see a lot of people just doing, I see people doing meth. I see people rolling up blunts. I've seen people getting hit just like the other one week. And I just randomly worked on a Sunday and was picking up some dog food from this place. Uh, you'll see, animals just all types of stuff man i don't know it's just it's a reality show being inside of a truck especially being over the road it's just a reality show every day now never I'm the a, same thing i'm gonna I'm ask you this only because it was brought up on the last uh podcast whatever ray said he was in traffic going home and uh motherfucker was in traffic next to him jacking off and shit <laughs> yeah i heard that yeah um i've seen women do that a lot what? for some reason not men You'll see women, like, have, like, especially since we can see up. I mean, we're up and we see down. I mean, yeah. you will see women toying with themselves sometimes. I've seen women with vibrators, little pocket things that they have, whatever. And they're, like, they might have skirts or whatever. And they'll really be, like, that guy saying on there, I saw that guy jacking around. I would, I'd probably hunt my horn or something. <laughs> Tell him, like, fucking stop. you probably scared the jizz out of him. You'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> All up on his windshield, and then he wrecked the car. <laughs> Man. Well, dude, I appreciate you giving me your time, uh, however broken it was because of this fucking internet. Yeah. But, uh, man, it was, it was great hearing your voice. And, um, okay. I appreciate you listening to the show. And I'm, I'm glad that I can keep you awake on the road every now and then. <laughs> oh, man, all the time. Uh, be- before you go, you want to go ahead and shoot out any social media things and plug anything other than Swift? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's leave Swift alone. <laughs> um, yeah, my <laughs> Facebook is, uh, Nathan, I think it was a Nathan dot Walston, uh, N-A-N-A-T-H-A-N dot Walston, which is W-A-L-S-T-O-N. Facebook is, uh, Nathan Walston 88. Um, let me see. Snapchat's the thing. There's Nathan Walston 88. And basically that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, shit, man. We'll probably do this again when I get some better motherfucking internet. But it was, oh yeah, like I said, man, I appreciate you, and I appreciate you giving me your time, brother. Ah, uh, that's no problem, Rob. Anytime, man. Anytime. All right. What about tomorrow? It, that's good for me too. Nah, that's bullshit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go, dude. All right, then, man. You have a good one. All right. All right, you too. Yep. Have a good one. And that's it. Another episode in the books. And I'd like to thank Nathan, Nate, Wallstan for joining me on this uh, edition. And also my co-host, Baby B. Rob, who delivered some insightful insights. You like that? A double entendre. I don't even know if that's the right definition for that. On um, Captain Underpants. It was a good movie. Kevin Hart was being Kevin Hart in animated form. So that was kind of creepy. Knowing that Kevin Hart is an adult playing a little kid and he's short like a little kid. So I guess it's not too off from real life. But anyway, we're going to roll off into that good night. It's a late Sunday evening. Episode should have been out earlier, but I went to bed early because I've been working hard all week. I'm a working man. You understand? Uh, Shout out to Hoppy Rogers for his uh, little bitty input. Shout out to Jared for the voicemails. And, um, oh, she's back again. Thanks. You finna go lay down or you finna go play with the tablet? I'm gonna watch TV. Okay, so neither. You're gonna go watch TV. I love you. I love you too. Poke. Poke. (laughs) And, um, I appreciate y'all for listening. If you wanna find me on the interwebs, you can do so. At it's B Rob on Twitter. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and all types of shenanigans onto pertaining, if uh, you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so by following at wait for it R R R underscore podcast. There's three R's underscore podcast. Um, I also want to apologize for the audio. I was in the Best Western when I recorded this episode, the episode after that, and the episode after that. So this one and the next two episodes are going to be kind of crazy because I was using Best Western Wi-Fi, which wasn't so reliable. It was cutting me off every 20 to 40 minutes, but we still got it done. Um, I have a website, randomrobcast.com, for those of you who would like to find out more information about the show and ways that you can support and donate and make it a better place for you and me. Heal the world. Make it a better place. Michael Jackson. Pop Molly on sweat. Um, just like Brandon McIntyre and Glenn Abbott. I appreciate those two individuals very much so for donating to the show. And um, they're not doing it for nothing. They, um, they get cool things in return. Free movie downloads. Uh, handcrafted gifts by these whimsical fingers that I have attached to my hands. I don't know. Other people might tell you different. Mainly Miss B. Rob. But yeah, you get stuff in return. Besides my undying gratitude and everything. Also, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, you can see me walking around Walmart making funny videos and um, vlog, as the young people say. And um, don't put your dirty freaking hands on the produce whenever you're shopping. Put a plastic bag on that thing. It's like a condom for your hands. Also, if you want to hear me talk about professional wrestling, 
Um, I co-host on a podcast called The Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company that is attached to the NAI network. So if you get on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is that you find your podcast, look for the NAI network. And The Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company is one of many shows that are on that feed. All great shows. Not only check out The Pipe Bomb with McCool, because I'm on it, but check out everything else that is on the feed on the NAI network. Also, The Random Rambles with Rob is in partnership with Hush Your Face Entertainment. Is um eight good and original podcasts that have banded together to make that is what is Hush Your Face Entertainment. So go ahead and check it out at www.hushyourface.com. And uh, with that being said, I'll see you next time. Hush Your Face is coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us Sick ass pods that'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com